Philippians. Uh, this is a really exciting day, and I'd like to read a few verses. It comes from John 13, 1 through 5, and then also 12 through 17. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, he took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. And when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. And he said, Do you understand what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash each other's feet. I have set you an example that you should set and do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. When Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, he took the place of a slave. He actually took the place of the lowest of slaves, who were called the people of the towel. They were called to this because it was their job to wash the feet of those who were superior to them. There are very few folks who really, truly possess a servant's heart. Most are willing to be served, but not too many are willing to serve. As Christians, we are commanded to have that servant's heart. We must be willing to humble ourselves and do whatever is necessary to serve others. We must learn to serve without being asked. We must learn to serve others willingly with no thought of reward. Whose praise would you rather have but our Lord? We must learn to serve those who are selfish and refuse to serve. And we must teach the next generation how to serve. We teach them by encouraging them to be more involved in service. We teach them by example. And I'd like to thank some of the past deacons today who have meant a lot to me and who have led by example. And I'm sure I'll miss a few folks. Bill Bannister is here, Ron Bordelon, Harold Curtis, Doug Duckworth, George Dishman, Troy Gibson, Alan Green, Dan Hargrave, Ken Henry, Danny Horan, Paul Lockman, Alan Martin, Royce Thigpen, Bob Thomas, Don Williams, and I am specifically reminded of those who are deceased. John Bell, Winston Brown, Doc Cornutt, Eddie Davis, Bill Elmore, Max Harper, John Janik, Bill Nip, Lynn Longhorn, Carrie McElyer, Richard Meggs, Bill Perkins, David Percival, and Jay Riggins. And again, I apologize for anyone I've missed. Each of these deacons provided so much service to this church. They unselfishly gave of their time and talents. And there really are so many examples of, those, of that service. But today I'm specifically reminded of Jay Riggins when I think of deacons. 
I asked Jay, how do I serve? And he told me, just a deke. Just serve. Dave, first step is to show up. Then you can deke. You have to be there to deke. And you can hear Jay saying that. We're going to be asking all of you to deke. There's much that we can all learn from our Lord's labor. He served others and set a standard of us that we should strive to reach in our own service to others. So I'll be asking all the deacons to come on to the stage. Um, And at that point, I'll be giving each of you a, a simple towel as a remembrance. And we're called to be people of the towel, as we are called to serve others. Would our elders come up, please? Like um, our existing elders to come up. Uh, first, Tom Crabb. Andy Lydic. And Frank Vehar. Dennis Domstead. Leah Domstead. Dulcinea Lambert, Kiel Lambert, Jill Lydic, June Martin, Dallas May, Sarah May, Bampy McMillan, Kavian McMillan, Cecilia Morgan, David Parkin, Danielle Schofield, Josh Schofield, Ken Teague, Judy Tig, and I have a charge I'd like to read to the deacons, and uh, if you accept, if you would answer, with God's help, I will. First, you are charged to love Jesus. We strive every day to be more and more like him in your thoughts, in your words, and your actions. Strive every day for spiritual maturity and Christlikeness. You are charged to share Jesus with others. Second, you are charged to love his church. You are charged with doing all you can do to keep our fellowship here sweet. When members of a church love each other and express that love in sacrificial acts, peace and joy grow in that fellowship, and all are blessed. One of the reasons that our church can attract new members is because of a sweet spirit of fellowship that is here. It is your charge to keep, grow, And to share it. And at last, you are charged to love this family. You all work in a ministry here at Skillman. You may be helping with communion, leading singing, distributing benevolence such as at the bridge or at Main Street, doing mission work or teaching. But I can't think of a better way to get to know someone than working right alongside them. The most important task you may be given is serving our families here at Skillman. Get to know this family. Make yourself available to help them when necessary. Do your best to make sure that no one falls through the cracks. Deacon means servant. So constantly look to serve your Skillman family. Jesus said that when we serve others, it is just as if we are serving him. And so, 
If you accept this charge, then reply, with God's help, I will. And I have a charge to the congregation. As well, please respond, with God's help, I will. First, pray for these deacons and their families. Pray for the elders. Pray for them to increase in wisdom, patience, compassion, and love. Pray for strength and endurance, for they are serving the church and the mission of God. Second, encourage them. Not only should we pray for them, but we must also encourage them in their work. Tell them and thank them for making a difference in the life of our church. And at long last, at last, serve alongside them. These folks here are called to serve but they are not called to serve alone. We are all called to serve. Together, we truly can do more. I encourage and challenge each and every one in this church to do each and every one of these charges. And if you do these three things, with God's help, we will have a successful ministry to this family as well as to our community. So, in response... If you accept this charge, then please reply, with God's help, I will. Thank you. And Mike, you have a blessing for our... As Paul declared in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things and at all times, you may abound in every good work. Thus, we pronounce this blessing upon you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.